Hello, everybody. Welcome back to what is season two of Red Light Tonight podcast. Uh, first and foremost, I'm going to address the elephant in the room. Uh, well, should I say that the elephant that's not in the room? Because <laughs> uh, it's funny because Shadow's fat. Well, Shadow's not with us. Um, yeah, he's uh, tested positive for COVID. So I'm going to be doing this podcast on my own for the uh, foreseeable future. Um, he seems to have mild to, he, he has mild symptoms, so he, I'm, we'll pray for his recovery, but uh, yeah, it looks like he's going to get over this. I don't know when he'll be back on the podcast. Hopefully it won't be too long. Anyways... I'm going to remind everybody that this podcast is totally against underage prostitution and human trafficking of any kind, and names have been changed to protect everybody involved. Any talk of sex was between two consenting adults. So with no shadow, um... In the upcoming episodes, it looks like I might have some future guests. Uh, maybe I'll have Mr. Big from season one come back on or, or a couple other guys. Uh, well, this podcast, I guess, uh, I'll try to talk about something locally. Um, I don't know if, if you guys out there are, are book nerds, if you guys read any books, but O.J. Simpson came out a book, and he titled it, If I Did It. I never read the book. I'm not really a book nerd anymore, but I love that title because it implies that um, he might have been guilty, and he's making his confession, but he's not actually making his confession. He's just saying, if I did it. So using that and stealing that, I am going to say, if I picked up a streetwalker in Los Angeles, this is how I would do it. Prostitution is very common in South Central LA. There's uh, there's two streets in particular that are crawling with uh, streetwalking prostitutes. The first one... Uh, would be Figueroa Street. Between the cross streets of Gage and the Imperial Highway, you'll find streetwalkers any night of the week, rain or shine. The busiest area would be between the cross streets of Gage and Florence. Uh, hold on. Hello? What's good? Uh, not much, man. How are you? Well, my back is completely shot. My arms and wrists are all jacked up, uh, but I mostly moved in. Oh, that, that's, uh, that's good. Um, I'm going to remind you, uh, please don't use any names. Okay. 
Yeah, you called when I was recording, and I did. I just decided to not stop recording, and so it's still going. How's it going? Good. Uh, I just figured out how to use it. What's what's the other thing? Masturbating? I already did that. <laughs> I had to clear my mind. No, it's the cart. Oh, it's the cart. I'll do that later on today once I get off of uh, once I actually get off of work. That sounds terrible. Uh, you're, you're working right now. Yeah, I'm working right now. I'm at my job. <laughs> I told you I'm going to be recording my podcast while I'm at work now. Okay. <laughs> so you go make that work closet. Studio slash masturbation room. I yeah, it's already it's, it's already it's already been a masturbation room. Yeah, now it's recording studio. Now I'll be honest, I, I kind of I don't use this area right here as the masturbation area. Yeah, masturbate <laughs> one of the uh, the other people's closets. <laughs> I got you. I got you. So how's uh? How's life on international? Dude, you know what? And stop. Yeah, I don't want uh, my friend there to give out any uh, personal information, so uh, I, uh, I I stopped recording, and now I'm starting recording again because, uh, yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. Anyways, back to the podcast. Between the streets of Gage and Florence, on Figueroa, not really on Figueroa, but between, okay, if you're on Figueroa, you'll see a lot of traffic at night, especially between the streets of Gage and Florence, and a lot of people turning off onto the little side streets, basically it's like 65th to 70th, and that's because there's where 80% of the prostitutes, the street walking prostitutes in LA hang out. Um, it's jammed up there every night. Unless the cops roll through, even when the cops roll through, unless the cops are rolling through and busting people, which doesn't happen very often, unless that's actually happening, uh, there's prostitutes on those streets. Street walking prostitutes, easy identifiable by the slutty way that they dress, showing a lot of, yeah, they're usually like in bikinis or in lingerie or something. Every now and then you see jeans and a t-shirt, but they're very easy identifiable. If you were interested in picking up a prostitute there, you basically drive on those streets and they'll come up and knock on your window and you negotiate from there. Typical price is they're always asking between uh, 80 and 100. Some of them go over 60, but they almost all say 80 or 100. Uh, it's car sex. The ones closer to Gage, so the ones further north off Figueroa, they will push for you to get a hotel room. And that hotel room will be 40 bucks, and it's 30 minutes in a hotel room. But you know what? I, I've done that a couple times, and the sex with them in the hotel room is usually not enjoyable. 
they'll lay there like a rag doll and look bored. It's not very good. I don't particularly like hotel sex off of Figueroa because every time I've gotten it, it was just boring. Um, car dates, I would say it's 50-50. Um, no, not even 50-50. I would say 75% of the time it sucks. Uh, The street walkers in LA, they don't give much effort. Let me break this down. On a typical night, if I'm out there looking, I will drive south on the 110, get off on Gage Street, and make a right. Figueroa Street would be the first light off of Gage, make a left on there. and. Once I make a left on Gage, I'll pass a Chevron on my right-hand side, and then there'll be neighborhood streets that branch off to the left and to the right, where prostitutes will be on those streets, mainly on the ones on the right, so the western side of Figueroa. For an example, if I turn on right on one of those streets, there will be a line of cars. So you're moving basically like a drive-through. Basically, it's like going through a drive-through. And uh, you move one car length at a time and then wait. Move one car length at a time and then wait. And then eventually, hookers will come and uh, knock on your window. Uh, or they won't. If you keep your window up, sometimes they'll avoid you. Uh, but if you have your window down, they'll come in, they'll come up to you and they'll ask, for example, I'm going to try to try to do a little woman voice here. They'll go, um, you're looking for a date, honey? And then you'll go, uh, yes, how much? And they'll go, whoa, are you a cop? Can I touch you? Then they'll, they'll reach for your penis. And, uh, once they verify that you're not a cop by you letting them grab their penis, you can say, well, can I touch you too? You know, for my safety. And um, yeah, you know, they'll let you grab their breasts. Anyways, and then you say how much, and they'll say, you got 60? You got 80? Those are the two common numbers. Sometimes on a busy Friday, Saturday night, they'll go, 100. And then... Uh, you agree or you don't? If you agree, they'll hop in your car. And I always ask if they have a special location or if you need to find one. They usually direct you further west over towards Vermont Street in that neighborhood. And then you drive around until you find a parking space in front of some, uh, some house. And you park in front of the house, do your deed, front seat or back seat. They usually prefer the back seat. And then you go back and drive the, uh, drop them off. So there's a couple dangers here. First and foremost, the cops can bust you um, for turning off of Figueroa Street onto the neighborhood streets 
between the hours of 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. They don't usually do this, but every now and then they will. Um, the city's way to fight prostitution was to make uh, turns off of Figueroa Street illegal between those hours because then that means it gives cops a reason to pull you over. So just, just keep that in mind. There's hundreds of people doing it every minute, but just make sure, keep that in mind. Look around before you turn off of Figueroa onto one of those neighborhood streets. If, you, if you're nervous about this and you want to be completely safe, what you do is you enter those streets on the other end you don't get on Figueroa. You go down to like Normandy or something and, and come up the back way. That way the cops really have no reason to pull you over unless they see a prostitute getting in your car. Now, um, another thing to worry about is if the prostitute is very particular on where she wants to park, um, that, that's a red flag. These girls are shit. A lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them have pimps. Or a lot of them are just trying to scam you and, and maybe rob you. So please be mindful of that if you're going to chance picking up a streetwalker in L.A. Um, I've done it, I don't know, probably like 60 to 70 times now, but I'm very vigilant and I've never been uh, robbed or scammed. But I have been pulled over by a cop. That was a terrifying experience. And I got pulled over by a cop with a prostitute in my car, but they really had nothing on us other than I had made a turn off of Figueroa, and it was like 11 o'clock. Um, Luckily, the, the, the particular prostitute I had was normally dressed and just had a black dress on. And this was before we did our deed, so we hadn't even had sex yet. So there was no condom wrapper, there was no exchange of money yet, nothing. So the cops really just asked me a couple questions about making a turn off of Figueroa. They didn't ask any questions about the girl, they didn't ask her any questions, and then they let us go. I got a ticket for making a, a turn, which I still have to pay anyways. Hey, that just reminds me, I got to get to LA Courthouse. Fucking shit. So off of that story, if you do happen to get pulled over by a cops, don't ever admit anything. They'll admit that she's a prostitute. It's kind of hard. I, I think it would have been kind of hard if she was dressed in nothing but a bikini or nothing but lingerie. But luckily for me, she had a black dress on. She was really hot, too. And she didn't have any underwear on, so she never even took off the black dress when we had sex. But her performance wasn't that great. Her head wasn't that great. And her pussy tightness wasn't that great. Anyway, she wasn't a repeat, but she was very hot. Yeah, I guess I, that's my, uh, that's my breakdown of that prostitute. Further south on uh, Figueroa, once you pass Manchester, uh, 
But once you pass Florence, between Florence and Manchester, there's more hookers off those side streets. Usually these girls uh, are not grouped together, so there's not very much traffic. It's easier to, to, to pull up to these girls. The ones between Gage and Florence, there's traffic. It's gridlock traffic, so it's you're sitting in line like the drive-through. But between Florence and Manchester, there's still quite a few prostitutes, but there's not as much traffic. And if you go south on Manchester, between Manchester and Century, there's still prostitutes. There's not that many. They're all standing by themselves. And according to a couple of different girls there, it's because that these girls down here are independent. They don't work with other girls, and they don't have a pimp. So, or a protector is what one uh, one prostitute told me. Uh, I don't know if I ever brought up that term on the podcast, but she referred to her pimp as her protector, not her pimp. And uh, I guess that's a politically more better way to say that name. He's my protector, not my pimp. It sounds better, sounds way better. I mean, because essentially, I guess that is what he's doing, but he's also, I don't know, who protects her from him? Anyways, I don't, I try not to talk to these girls about their protectors or their pimps. Trying to think if there's any more questions about Figueroa Street that I can answer. Um, all right, about three miles, not even three miles, maybe about 10 minutes west of Figueroa Street, there's Western. And Western has some prostitutes there too. These girls are typically uh, bigger and older and not as attractive. Um, I've never, I've never gotten a girl off of Western, so I can't comment on their prices. Uh, as recently as early 2019, the uh, there were girls off of Santa Monica, Santa Monica Boulevard in East Hollywood, but that is completely shut down. Also, all the girls in the San Fernando Valley have been shut down. They used to be off of Sepulveda. The cops have completely shut that down. And in Orange County, they have completely shut down the Hazard and First area. About two miles south of Disneyland, there was a huge, there was a neighborhood where tons of prostitutes would congregate, but that's been shut down. Um, still active, though, is the street in uh, G Street in San Bernardino. Uh, prostitutes there, most of the time not nearly as good looking as LA, but G Street between uh, between 5th and Baseline. G Street's a neighborhood street, both sides of the street, every time there's an intersection between there you'll find prostitutes. Not every time. I would say in, in San Bernardino on a typical night, I see eight or nine. Um, whereas in L.A., I would say a typical night, I would say about 40 of them. Uh, 
I'm trying to avoid these areas, but as a Lyft driver, sometimes I get a ride, a pickup or a drop off in those areas. And every time I get a drop off in those areas, I always, I always go and window shop or not window shop. I always go and look at what's on the menu and yeah, I do partake. Elsewhere in California, International Street in Oakland has very good looking ones. I, I am going to have to get back to you on a different podcast once I do more research on it, but I know it's close to Fruitvale Station, uh, off of International near a Jack in the Box. I picked up a couple tens, like 10 out of 10 girls there. Uh, but also, um, I'm not very, I've only been there like three times. So I can't, I don't feel comfortable giving a good review on, on international. I'll, I'll do that on a future podcast. If I ever decide, if, yeah, this, this would be my if I did it podcast, uh, street walking in the United States. A red light talk for today. Um, As always, if you have any questions, red light tonight podcast at yahoo.com. I'll answer any questions. Uh, I am going to record other podcasts that, uh, that have no, I'm going to run other podcasts that are on this feed that are not about red light tonight. I've recently gotten into some stock market stuff. Um, very amateurish. So, I think I could host a podcast about amateur stock trading because I, I've listened to stock trading podcasts and these guys sound like very professional. And uh, I think me being an amateur stock trader could uh, could have some appeal for other amateur stock trading because you know, this is a well, this is an experiment. All right, well that's it for this podcast. I have to keep them short now because. I'm recording on my own and my device for some reason cuts off after a certain amount of time. Like in a few seconds I think it's about to cut off. I don't know how to extend it like uh like Shadow was doing on his computer. My my iPad doesn't let me record much longer than what I'm about to record or what I've recorded tonight. So, as always, you guys, stay safe, and uh, I hope to hear from you, and you'll hear from me soon. I profited upwards of $40,000. I, myself, had profits of uh, 